What's up, man? Dude, I twitched to 7.30. Bam, we're live. Taylor, what's up? Susan, what's up? Mr. Grundler. Are we are we down one? I don't think so. Uh, John. John. Wow, oh, John Young. Oh, my wow. goodness. Old reliable. The official CrossFit Games analyst for the Seven Podcast, John Young. Must have Is stayed he? too late last night on the barbell spin. <laughs> you I, I thought he'd be afraid to come on. He got so much, you know, love from Brian and all the fans out there. All the who's John? Young? Oh, I hate John. Young. I'm like, God dang, this poor guy, Johnny boy. We got your back, Johnny. Come hide behind us. This is your front four. Look at that's like a football talk, right? Your front four. Hey, do you get colonics? No, but I did just wash my butt in the shower. <laughs> I've been wanting to try one. Is that weird? A bar of soap, not for you. Not dude, for you, dude. Just listen to Consistent. me. I feel like continuity, continuity. Is it not a really satisfying idea that you could get like three pounds of shit out of your colon from just like hosing it out? All right. Yep. And the the verbiage of that <laughs> in the visual description that is now spawned up into my brain, having already seen some awesome pictures already, like my, my mind. <laughs> Dude, do you so know what I was going to start? To sh- I was going to start the show this morning with boy. It must be so weird working at CrossFit HQ right now. This is going to be a weird <laughs> week with uh, with their new guy. But fuck you, you, you wanted that mantle. You wanted it to be weird to be on the Sevon podcast. I appreciate you uh, setting the bar. HQ ain't got nothing on us. We're all thinking about them. Come on. Hey, on. what if we were all in four chairs adjacent to each other, holding hands as we got colonics? Is that how they do it? You sit in a chair? Yeah, you buddy, buddy colonic. It's I fine as long, like as, long as you're not over. looking in eye to eye, you're fine, right? Right. <laughs> Maybe there's some sort of buy one, get three free. <laughs> <laughs> we are so lucky um, to have uh, Tia Tumi, Ur, Ur, two hours, <laughs> and Laura Horvat uh, competing against each other. But what's even more lucky is we have a race. And uh, it was scary on day one, um, you know, for people who want to see a race, you just thought Tia Timui was going to blow this thing out of the water. Yes or no, uh, Mr. Grundler? Uh, on the run? Well, yeah. I mean, I thought she'd be up there on the run. I, I didn't. But I mean, that after be... that, were you like, oh, shit, here we go again? Well, I was, no, I wasn't like that. I was more kind of like, well, all right, that, if, if she was going to have one, that would be one. It would be these other things that I would want to see. And that's uh, way closer than I would have thought, than I would have wanted it to be, I guess. So, so uh, Grunler speaking like an athlete, as a former games athlete, he knows. As a fan, I was just like, "Oh shit, uh, she's going to dominate." But instead, uh, Taylor, what do we have instead after three events? Do we have a runaway? No, we've got we've got quite the race, and I and I don't think Gabby Magala's out of it points wise. It's just a matter of is she going to be able to get top finishes like Tia and Laura points wise? She still more than has a chance for the top spot. Um, I was fully expecting Tia to just destroy everyone after the run. Like after the run workout, I was like, oh man, it's not going to be close. But lo and behold, quite the race. Laura does what she needs to do. Doesn't get in her head about it. And that's exciting. And that's fun. So I'm, I'm pumped. Uh, Laura, I'm guessing after the first event, uh, Laura got spun up in her head a little bit. Then she wins the second event and she gets her confidence back. And then the third event um, the third event was the uh, that was the circus event with the monkey yeah. bars and the and the heavy shouldered overhead. What, what, what there was the third movement, skier killer cage. Oh, the skier, yeah, yeah. Skier. Okay. Um, do you think at this point Laura's like, shit, no one's gonna help me? 
Like like no like no one Laura did what she had to do and no one helped her. No one by that I mean no one got between her and Miss Ur. And so now she knows, oh shit. This is just gonna do these two women know, hey, this is gonna be a war between us. I think it depends on the workout. Like I I I don't think it's going to be one, two, one, two for the rest of the events. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's like they are both getting top fours in the rest of the events. They can't rely on anyone getting in between them. They have to think I have to win or I go home second. Right. Well, I, that, I would think. And, and that's what we got into. You know, we started talking about some of the deadlift stuff. Like, you know, I think one of the other shows you had seven where you're talking about, you know, would Tia pull up a little light on a deadlift or would she go for broke? You know, coming, coming, you know, just coming back from having a kid. Um, does Laura have the ability to, or, or does any of the athletes, any of those two, either of those two have the ability to, uh, protect anything that they have. Like, I mean, you saw everyone's hands yesterday, they're just shredded. So, like, they'll talk, they'll talk about like the Tia's fifth place. Was that her protecting her hands? Was she trying to hang back a little bit? Is that real conversation, or do we just say that to fill airtime? You think she could have really been protecting her hands? I, I don't, I, I don't think she does, but I don't, I do think that that is a conversation within some of the athletes. Yeah. I mean, and look at what they, I mean, we were, me and Taylor were talking about this yesterday on the show. It was like, look at all of the things that they have to do with their hands. They have every single possible pull and gymnastic movement that we have in our sport in four days. Every single one, bar, ring, the, well, it's not even a regular bar muscle up. It's that, that wooden bar muscle up, rope climbs, peg, you know, peg boards, everything, everything. Um, and what about the water and the rain that, that makes things worse, I'm guessing? Oh, your hands are yeah. wet. They're more, they're way more susceptible to tear. Yeah. Also at the same time, think about the potential knurling on that circus dumbbell, whatever the deadlift bar is going to be. I guess I heard from somebody, they potentially was going to be the rogue aggro bar, which has more aggressive knurling. I don't know if that's true or not, but potentially if you have a rip starting on day two or, or day one, even, and, wow. or sorry, starting on day two, you're for the weekend uh the the third event was a uh the skier it's called i think it's called the circus event they started off with the skiing and then they went to this um uh unique dumbbell circus dumbbell one-of-a-kind dumbbells that uh, you can't buy uh katie said they're you know sounds like they're very expensive to make and then they went to the killer cage and the athletes did this for three rounds and it looked like it looked like emma carey was going to be like yo girls don't forget there's something special about me that puts me in the tier with Tia and Laura that I can just turn it on to another gear. I'm not just good. I have another gear and I can win it. That's what I saw. And then with one round left, Tia blows by her. Uh, is, is Emma Carey the next Noah Olsen? Is, is it just, is it, is it, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of mean you, I mean, it's kind of you, mean guys, you put it that way. It? I mean, I was so excited about him. I'm like, yeah, well, she got it. Dude, JR called that one. He was like, I, I'm calling her to go big out of the gate, b being able to hang in there. I just don't think she had the uh, – I, I think that the cage for her did more damage than anything. I think she would have done a lot better, honestly, if they would have had more dumbbell reps. We've seen her work on the dumbbell. We've seen what she can do on the dumbbell and go heavy for her, especially for her size. And so I think if that would have helped her if there was a little bit more of that. But, I mean, the, the athletes that didn't struggle on the cage were the ones that did well in the event. Do, do we have glimmers of just world-class, otherworldly 
potential in Emma Carey. I mean, I know we know Emma Lawson's like really good. I think Emma Lawson has more potential than Emma Carey. Really? I, okay. All right. She moves so much better. Emma Lawson moves like a dream. And you think it's you, you would think as a coach, as someone familiar, surrounded by high level athletes, that at that level, it's just okay. They all have the fundamentals. Yeah. When you really watch their movement, they don't all have the fundamentals. They do not all move with virtuosity. The best do. Matt does. Rich did. Still does. Ben Smith did. Does. Uh, guys like Pat do. Um, guys like I, Justin do. I will say this. There, um, uh, Tia is extremely fluid like water. And sometimes I see Emma Carey move like um, – uh, like when she first starts running, whenever she first starts like her first five or six paces, she looks like she she looks like a stick figure before she becomes fluid. You know what I mean? She starts she gets like this. She has like this robotic. I don't want to say goofy because it's not like a two year old with Carey. Yeah, Emma Carey. Sometimes I see something in her that just makes it look like she's not an athlete. I see these no. glimmers of like just unathleticism. Yeah, I'm not I, sure what it is. I don't. I, don't, I wouldn't like the I way necessarily. Like the way Annie runs, although Annie oh. does great at oh. runs. <laughs> uh, she does do well. I think it's because it's like uh, it looks like she's cross country skiing when she runs, so she just does that, you know, in the in a background in her backyard. I think with Emma Carey, I think with her, she she isn't a smooth mover, but what's what's fun to watch about Emma is that she, man, she's just a put your head down buzzsaw, and she just gets after it. Doesn't care. If she has to move a particular way to, you know, I'm not trying to gain the most efficiency out of this particular movement. No, I got to get from here to there. And I'm going to do everything I can to get from here to there. I don't give a shit what it looks like. I'm just going for it. She's got I think a, I think that's her that's her deal. She's a savage and yeah. can hurt with the best of them, without like a doubt. A, like a juggernaut. You right, know, just right. Head down goes. But could imagine how good she could be if she mastered the fundamentals and she moved like Emma Lawson or she moved like Mal O'Brien or she moved like Alora. I, I uh, just, yeah. I think that's if if you're you know if you're looking Let, for improvement with her, you you kind of have to take a couple steps back. I think with Emma, there's Emma, some great, Emma Carey. Oh yeah, there's some great comments in here. Uh, let me read these. Um, I think I agree with a lot of these. Emma uh, Carey needs to focus on basic playground skills, bike ride, monkey bars, etc. Uh, Emma has the frame to tolerate the top end comparatively uh, too. Uh, I agree with all these. Emma Carey has some serious superpowers, just doesn't know how to articulate them consistently yet. Yep, I see. I see the superpowers. Kenneth DeLapp, today is the maker of the thumbnails for the Sevon podcast, Bruce Wayne. Bruce, thanks, brother. Happy uh, birthday. Um, uh, Blink, uh, she didn't get a, on the playground, though. She was homeschooled. Um, and uh, and oh. then Avocado Nut, um, Carrie, Carrie needs to learn new sports. Dude, there's something that hits a little different if you're homeschooled. Hey, you know what? I had this idea. Is there like CrossFits in any city? could probably put a program out like a physical education program for kids that are homeschooled, like a group PE class for homeschool kids. I'm trying I don't to know play, if you're that, an affiliate to play that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I just, have you know, what, for the affiliates, it fits your, it fits the middle of the day class that right. are the hard classes to fill. Mm -hmm. There are several non-athletes in CrossFit. That's a, um, uh, a potent, potent line it's such athlete is such a broad term i think what most people think of as athletic is athletic. field sports um but if you watch an olympian snatch that's athleticism in its purest form i mean that's crazy what they can do or like a gymnast but you ask them to kick a soccer ball and they look like they're fucking a paraplegic it's like 
I, I mean, very, I'm going to. They're very good at their individual sports. You, I mean, right. and we've seen that all over. We've seen it. We saw it with the softball throw back in the day. You've seen it with swimming when they threw all these like badass athletes in the. I mean, that's one to me. That's one of the funniest CrossFit scenarios of all time. The black and white shot of all of our superheroes up on the deck, three, two, one, go. They all jump in the pool, and it's like, it's like the YMCA just got let out for the first time. You know, like, <laughs> it's a public pool. Um, so, I'm, and, you know, hey, we've seen it on handstand walks when we when we first threw handstand walks back in. So you you see these these. Uh, movements that if you have an a, a, a kid that is an athletic kid the kid that does well in football baseball basketball track it doesn't matter what you give them they can like climb up over the fence they're good at playing you know dodgeball and 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 capture the flag like those are athletic kids we have a lot of athletes here that are so sp- so crossfit sports specific and they don't want to injure anything by going out and doing something different that they get very good at the barbell, they get very good at the snack, the Olympic lifts, they get very good at um, the machines, but then that's it because they aren't outside living. So and that is it is tough. Bill Don't is in the mud. He, Bill has been completely frozen the entire show for me, but his audio is so perfect. spot on. That audio is perfect. I'm not even. I don't even. Am care. I still frozen? Really? Oh yeah, yeah. completely. But in a good position. Oh. Not like John Young. I give a banana. I'm not like my eyes are like half. No. No. You're full frozen. Full frozen. Yeah, you have your, your hand out. You're gesticulating. Like, listen to me, gentlemen. It's good. <laughs> you're holding court. Yeah. Do I need to go out and come back in? Do I need to reset myself? No, I mean I'm on my good internet. I don't understand. You can. can. You're good internet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on my phone with five G. LTE baby. I'm getting cancer for this show. (laughs) Oh my god. Um, I do. I do want to go down to um number eleven. Good morning, Caleb. I do want to go down to number eleven. Um, Danielle Brandon, a seventh, a seventeenth, and a ten. Um. This she's strong shoulders uh, to overhead. She's got good positioning, as you guys mentioned. Um, she has she, great engine, right? Um, the skier shouldn't have been uh, much for. Her, although I think of her as petite, uh, as one of the smaller athletes. You guys laughed at me for that. Um, and then and then the monkey bars. I think of her as a gymnast. I uh, she, this girl looks good hanging and upside down. Um, but a, a tenth is this? What any any thoughts on a? Daniel Brandon, how she might feel now, Taylor, uh, the camp, she bummed. I mean, two caps. Uh, my, my perspective on her perception of her is that if she experiences adversity, she's not going to react well to it the way some of the better athletes or the more composed athletes. Why do you will. say that the crying at the games and the weightlifting comp or why do you say that crying, yelling at judges, the throwing the temper tantrums. I just, uh, there have been numerous experiences over competition, seeing her encounter adversity mm-hmm. and it holding her back. Her not like she is a freakazoid athletically. Like you would imagine. Yeah. She's in an terms athlete, of physical. Right? Yeah. yeah. Athletic in terms of physical yeah. potential, probably as gifted as anyone there. Yeah. No goofball on her. Right. I just think the mental aspect up composure holds her back. And I would expect or I would suspect that if she has any severe rips in her hands, that's going to be something that gives her a bit of an excuse to not do as well as she should in some of these workouts. Whereas Mm -hmm. an athlete who's a little more. Uh, Particularly um, one of my absolute favorites. I fucking love Danielle. I love almost everything about her and and, and the stuff that I don't like about her. I'm glad I don't like about her because it makes me like her more. Um, uh, thoughts on Bill on on what's going on there? Seven, seventeen, ten, or are we being too hard? Is it like, dude, these are the fittest women in the world, and dude, she's crushing. 
No, I know. I, I there were one of the passes that she had on the uh, on the cage. The, there just didn't look to be like she she came off somewhere in the middle. She didn't look bothered by it. It didn't look like ah dang or I this was a, a planned uh, planned part. It was just kind of like ah fell off and kind of this weird little like smile on her face and kind of hop back on. I just I don't see the like the killer instinct of her isn't there. And and Chase Chase said something in the comments about the fact of her feeding off her emotions. If she would have had a good first event, like better than seven, like if she would have been like in the top five, top three, that would have given her that like oh I'm in the game. And when she has that, she's she's wickedly dangerous. But if there's something that kind of stumps her and she's like, oh, I'm not going to be able to get that. I'm not going to be able to get that. And, and again, I'm not saying that's what she is thinking. That's what it looks like from the outside. She just kind of goes into kind of cruise mode. And she's so athletic that she can be in kind of cruise mode and be right in the middle. And I just think that that's right where she is. I'm I mean, hearing Taylor. It, I'm hearing Taylor say she throws temper tantrums and she's a head case. And I'm hearing you say that she's not throwing enough temper tantrums. Well, no, you no, she can't. Fuck yous. I no, no. I don't want to see fuck yous. I want to see like I want to win. Like, right. like I want to get in there and like, no, you're not gonna, no, you're not gonna beat me on this on this pass. I know I'm I'm gymnasticky. I can do. I can get across this bar, but no, she comes down in the middle and is like, oh gosh, I came down again. I mean, and, and when you are a very emotional athlete, this is one of the things that, that's hard is you are learning how to control those emotions. You kind of end up almost being like like Noah. You're either all in or you're all out. I'm competing at the games, but I'm just here to have fun. No, you're not, dude. Yeah. You can't do that. You have to be able to enjoy what you're doing, but be all in going for it. And I think that she's trying to figure that out. I mean, those emotions are big that she has, and there's a lot of honing that has to be done. Uh, Ariel Lowen, uh, crowd favorite, took third place at the CrossFit, CrossFit Games this past year, third fittest woman in the world. Uh, people love Ariel Lowen. Uh, a 15th, a 16th, and a 5th. She's making the charge. I, is she? Is she I making the so. charge? Yeah, I want her to. I'm a fan, so I think yeah. she's going to come back. And, <laughs> and I think we'll see a couple more top top 10 and maybe a couple more top 5 finishes, and that's going to put her in the conversation for the overall top 10 or, or higher. Danny Spiegel, same thing. 18th, 14th, a 3rd. Danny Spiegel, is that, did you guys know that? Do you look at Danny Spiegel and be like, man, she's great at the ski erg, uh, good gymnastics, and uh, what was the other? Um, oh, the dumbbell. And, and the dumbbell. We know she's strong, right? Shoulder overhead. She has no peer, right? So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was. No surprise there. Not, not really. I honestly, I wasn't expecting that high of a, of a finish, but I mean, she, she, she crushed. There was absolutely nothing in that particular workout that was even going to remotely slow her down. Now the the first event was called the Texas Heavy. What what were the movements in that event? Uh, the heavy rock run. Oh right, the run. Okay, yeah. Alex Kazan twelfth. This Alex Kazan has the most the widest range of scores. But I feel like this is uh this is her. I feel like this is what we've seen in her other comp competitions. The run first event she has a twelfth. Then the second event. What was the second event? She got a first. Uh, thank you, Caleb. Wow. The, oh, no, not thank you, Caleb. Seat at, seat at the bar was the second event. Okay. Yeah, uh, the muscle-up one. The yes. muscle-up and the back squat. Back squat. Oh, great, great. Okay, so so the muscle-up back squat, she gets a first, and then back to the shoulder to overhead, she gets a 16th. 12th, first, a 16th. You know, that's the kind of thing that makes someone a crowd favorite. I think that's why Danny Spiegel is a crowd favorite, because she can get some first. Gee, he can get some first. That's why people like Gee. Obviously, that's why people like Tia. She gets lots of firsts. Uh, um, but 
but it's not going to be enough to keep you in the in the top tier of athletes, right? A twelfth, the first, and a sixteenth. Another first. Need more consistency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, man, and we talked about this at the end of last night's show. It's like you almost need to take uh, some sort of look at every single person's hands that's on that's going to be competing today because we saw a lot of people go down. Like I would have thought Alex would have done amazing in, in that event. Me too. Like, I couldn't figure out why, why the hell she couldn't get why? off that rig. Well, everyone's hands were shredded from, I mean, the, the, uh, the four inch log muscle up that did a lot of damage to a lot of people's hands, the wet bar. Uh, I mean, we saw, um, Garrett couldn't even go like one, one rung without coming back down because his hands were all, shredded why up does we it saw matter? let me ask you this why does it matter that your hands are torn is it you know like when you're <laughs> you're so your back hurts a little bit and like when you go down to pick up the soap in the shower you, you flinch but when you're out there competing it doesn't go away you're like fuck it i don't care how much it stings it's not affecting your grip or your musculature or anything it's just Wrong. pain it is pain does Wrong. pain shuts pain pain shuts down yeah, pain shuts down the muscles. So it's and just straight burning. It's this steel bar touching o- an open, massive open wound with your bone of your hand. It's twelve this, millimeters away from it. That I mean, that it's wet. It's your blood that's all over that thing, and your hands are just sliding and and moving all over the bar. So it's not. That's why everyone chalks up their hands because they don't want the you know hands to be sweaty so that they can kind of stick to the bar and they can actually move. This isn't sweat. This is rain, and now it's blood, too, and you're trying to chalk it up, and you can't. And so you're just constantly sliding. You get up on the bar, and your hand slides down, and it does. It's like insult to injury. I already have an open wound, and I'm sliding this bar across that open wound, putting more blood on the bar. Like, it's it's. So they it's actually a, are having a, a physical show. sensation that's telling their them to stop. Yeah, and Bill said it last night. They're gonna adjust. So if you're if you're ripped across here, you're gonna adjust to your fingertips. That's gonna burn your grip out more. You might change the way you're moving, which might affect your shoulders and fatigue them in a way you're not used to. So it's not necessarily just the grip, but all the compensation too that happens because you can't grip. Mm. Uh, man, I just I just want to say, suck it up and go. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> tape that shit up. <laughs> yeah, tape that shit up. You've never had a hand rip, have you, Sevon? Not in fucking in okay. first year. Then you have like you have yeah. that uh, yeah. amnesia to that pain. Yeah. I've had really shitty. bad rips. I've never yeah. had horrible rips in competition. I've had rips in competition. Yeah, and, I, and I've never even competed. I've so had, when I rip, I can just quit. It kept me worst, out of the games. That really? kept me out of the games. Wow. Yeah. The worst. The worst I ever ripped was when I did a hundred muscle ups for time, and I I felt like I trained relatively normally through the week, and I ripped the whole pad of my palm yeah. off. Damn. Uh, on Damn. both hands, but at the same time, I wasn't competing. I was just training. So maybe I'm a minute slower on a workout that I'm still like, oh, I'm happy with that because my hands fucked up. But in competition, that's highlighted and I get a 20th. Yeah. So it's yeah. hard to say. My, I, I've had it where it was in that, um, the one with the 40 pull-ups. I think that no. Masters kind of did something like that. The the back squat, 40 pull-ups, the overhead, the front squats, the overhead squats, one, that one. And mm-hmm. I tore, like, and I'm good at pull-ups. That's one of my best movements. And I could in a competition break off sets of 20, 25, not a problem. And I ended up doing sets of two cause I couldn't hold onto the bar. Damn. I just was slipping off of it. You know, now that I think about it, I've never had my hands ripped from pull-ups. It's only been deadlifts. It's always deadlifts. Really? Wow. Yeah, Serious? yeah because you know, the, the bar gets behind the, um, that's some beta cuck shit. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's cause I have such crazy calluses there. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't only know. on the one hand. Uh, no, I'm both. Do you switch grip? 
No, okay. rarely, rarely. As I get okay. older, I do, I do some of that, but rarely. I don't like to. I feel like it's cheating. I, really? Even it's I know, it's I know, I know. Dude, I have bruising on my thumbs, like perpetual bruising on my thumbs from hook grip. See that? It's called poop yeah. thumb. Is it really? Yeah, turd thumb. <laughs> really? Turd thumb. You don't paper <laughs> I I've never heard of that. That is poop thumb, dude. Maybe yeah, yeah. with yeah, shredded yeah. hands is going to be nasty, uh, says Jason Miller. Okay, let's go over to the boys. Uh, men's competition. Uh, after three events, we are starting day three for the uh, Rogue Invitational, 2023 Rogue Invitational. How many events today? Three? Two? It's uh, four, eight, twelve. The duel and the deadlift, right? Yeah. yeah. So two oh, events today. Oh my god! Really? Uh, Roman. Uh, we'll get to that very shortly. Roman Krennikov, uh, two forty-five. Um, Jeffrey Adler, two twenty-five in second. Pat Vellner in third with two twenty-five. Wow. Uh, Chandler Smith, two fifteen. Chandler still like, hey, dude, I belong in the top five. Does Chandler belong in this top five? Man, he does he stay in the top five? Took second at Rogue last year. It's so hard for me to say he does not belong in the top mm. five. Uh, a fourth, uh, uh, sorry, a fifth, a fourth, wow, and Brent. an eleventh. And look at Brent. Come, Brent's right there too. Mm -hmm. Savage. This is a fucking. This is awesome. I love the. I love the, the unpredictability of this. Yeah, I love how tight those points are. I know. Awesome. That's awesome because People, every single point's gonna matter for these five. Roman's whipping his dong out. People always talk about how good Roman is at uh, the machines. Is that what won him this last event? The uh, skier, the shoulder to overhead, and the um, cage? No. He said it was the cage that... Yeah, I he was smooth 100%. on all of it. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he had a great... I mean, he was skiing great, but Hopper did great on the ski, too. But where he just crushed Hopper was on the, on the cage. He was just... He was great. No, I mean, it didn't... He looked like the cage was... No, like, eh. It looked almost as silly... And almost as worthless as the the dumbbell to overhead part. I mean, he made it look that easy. He he transitioned the dumbbell so smoothly, just pull it between the legs, switch back to the next arm, and then yeah, like you said, he was moved with athleticism and consistency on the killer cage. Uh, let's do a comparison between uh, Ricky Mack and Danielle Brandon. We know mm -hmm. Ricky's a great athlete. We know he's a great mover. We know he's got grit. He took an eighteenth. I mean, that is really – well. this guy, if you were to say who's going to be top five at the games next year, you would say this guy. Yeah. This guy should not have an 18th anywhere. He, he – or Justin Collar last night said that his and Alex Kazan's hands were fucking mangled. Mm. And that's – once again, you're saying that's from the four-inch bar from when they were doing yeah, the bar the, muscle? the log bar. But at the, the same time, like you said, you typically imagine Ricky is the guy who's super fucking grindy and hard and – to me, if anyone has, you know, if, if all the athletes have mangled hands, I would, I guess my perception is that it would affect Ricky the le the least. Um, so interesting to hear that. Come on. So, so I want to go back to the mangled hands thing again. So you're saying he goes into that workout possibly with mangled hands. He grabs a skier. He's hating it. He can't squeeze it. He can't, he can't perform what he wants. He goes to the, to the um, shoulder overhead. He doesn't want to grab that. He goes to the, the monkey bars. Oh, life sucks. And he has to do that three rounds. And each one of those is being impeded by torn hand. All those. Mm -hmm. In getting worse, getting worse, worse as the workout goes. Well, and then and, and having to deal with his shoulders the entire time. Mm, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah that was my thought. The shoulder, it's like I think. I mean, he said, you know, he said he was one hundred percent. Every athlete's going to say they're one hundred percent. 
because you have to mentally think you're 100. Otherwise, you're going to be limping the whole time. He might uh, be he might be healthy, but being 100 healthy and then prepared to compete competitively the best are two different things. Yeah, yeah, and and, and all difficult on the shoulder. The skier, not fun oh, with shoulder. the shoulder. Yeah. Shouldered overhead, not fun with the shoulder. And monkey bars, absolutely disgusting if you have a fucked up shoulder. Yeah, and it kind of sucks because I guess what's coming down that pipeline today. What? But he did so well. well Look, movement. he won seat at the bar. So when you're thinking shoulder, I'm thinking, well, those fucking log muscle ups, if anything's going to aggravate your shoulder, you would think that would. But then he takes an 18th on killer cage. So I don't know if it's the shoulder at all, more so his hand actually just being fucked up or his hand. So I, I don't know. I mean, taking a first at seat at the bar to me is a strong indicator that his shoulder is good. But then again, I, I don't know. You have the shoulder overheads a little bit different, unilateral. Who knows? Uh, Travis Mayer, a ninth, a ninth, and a 14th. Um, he missed the games last year, although he was healthy for the games. He had, a, I think, a wrist injury during the qualifiers for the CrossFit Games in 2023, so he didn't get to go. Um, looking very good in all of the training videos over at Training Think Tank. Mentally as sharp as, as anyone and upbeat, but, man, there's a lot of gray on the dude. <laughs> Man, there's a lot of gray on this motherfucker. I think he's eleven. I think he's eleventh to fourteenth this weekend, and I think that's solid for him. Middle of the pack. Uh, but I thought he would come in here peaking, dude. That's he's no. all. No. 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 What's his no. best finish at the games? Like an eighth? Can we look that up, Caleb? Here, I'll, I'll there. I, I, I think I think with I think I don't know even how I would look that up. I think <laughs> I, I think this competition for him is a I mean it's the perfect stage to see exactly where you are for him. I mean, he 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 missed the end of the season last year, you know, with with his injury. Uh wasn't able to hop in there. He's been obviously training with his guys that he trains with, but this is a perfect place for him to be able to sit there and be like, "Okay, so where am I sitting with these guys?" Where where are my weaknesses against the field? Not where are my weaknesses personally. Oh but come against on, the Bill, he's a fucking there. veteran. He doesn't right. know he he any of that. Yeah, look at yeah, that. He does. Yeah, no, no, he does. yeah, he does. Yeah, I, he does. The older you get, when you step out, when you mm -hmm. step out for a little bit, it's hard to step right back in. You don't just step right back into your location. Of course, Tia may be trying to completely jack this whole story up, but <laughs> Phenomenal. generally Phenomenal. speaking, <laughs> yeah. you, you step out for even even a season. It's very difficult to hop right back into step. And this is the other thing about work. Travis. He owns an affiliate. He has like fucking 10 kids. Right. I mean, the guy's got, got a whole like baseball a Mormon, team. Dude. Yeah. Holy shit. Right. He's got a whole fucking bus full of kids. Right. <laughs> so the fact that he's even there competing against him is savage. He's a, he's a, and he's he's a, a beast. hilarious dude. He's a beast. But I think yeah. that yeah. this is not outside the realm of what his previous history at the games has showed. Um, so he's right where he needs. He right where he's, he should be. He's consistent. He's very consistent. Nineteenth, uh, Garrett Clark. Eighteenth, uh, uh, Tudor Magda, um, Dallin, uh, and Garrett Clark. I think I don't know anything about him, so I'm just going to go with he should be happy. He's here. Tudor Magda, no surprise there. The the really big surprise. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with the biggest surprise of the Rogue Invitational up until this point is where uh, the mint trading card superstar, Dallin Pepper, is sitting in 17th place. Hell Do I have to throw this card away? 
<laughs> not oh, over it. yet. He'll not climb. Over yet. He'll climb. If anyone, anyone, any of these athletes that can handle adversity, it's him. Is that? I mean, but but we are in a shock, right? If it finishes the weekend this week, this is the, this yeah. is the story from Rogue, right? On the men's side, like it, it's not who won; it becomes what happened to Dallin. If I mean, he's this not, guy is a stud. If he's not top ten, I would be surprised and disappointed. I think he'll make a climb into the top ten. Come on, weren't you just telling me he was fifth at the games? This guy was fifth at the games last year, right? And he's a hundred and something points behind that top dude, five. Th- he's in the tier, dude. He's in the tier. A lot of lot more events at the games, and these were. Looked, it's just so different. It is. It is, it is different. Yeah. It is different. How about so different? Like like Taylor put a so in there. Well, so well this different. is well because it's only been three events too. Right. It's only been three okay. events, okay. and also a top five. Like I just don't. I don't expect him to not climb into the top ten. And at the same time, being fourth through tenth at the games is so different than being first. Being top five at the games is wildly different than winning. So when you're saying, okay, the fittest on earth, the fittest will rise. I think, generally speaking, uh, a Matt Fraser, a Tia Toomey, a Laura Horvath, uh, Justin Medeiros, they're going to win the competition they're at, regardless of the programming, if they're in top form. They're fit enough to handle the programming. There are not, other than the person who's fittest on earth, I don't think there are any other people who are fit enough to win, regardless of the programming. So for Dallin, maybe that top five at the games was, okay, that was good programming for him, and he's coming here this weekend, and it's bad programming for him. I know you guys are wondering, I can see it on Bill's face, how the fuck is Sevon in such a fired-up good mood? And there's one answer for that question. You got fucked up last night? I got my di- – no, no. that was <laughs> uh, I, I fasted yesterday. Wow, crispy mango habanero. And my wife last night put in a five-pounder of brisket in the slow cooker and smeared mango habanero grill your ass off on both sides. <laughs> that sounds like a gross. This is like, thank God. Is that a brisket it. seasoning? He's like, thank- I don't. Who gives a fuck? I told my wife to use that one. Susan's like, thank God we're taking. He is like the name of it. Did you? Kevin never talks about it, but this is the truth. <laughs> I got some jalapeno, uh, some like pickled jalapenos too. My wife loves their hawk pickled jalapenos, so I picked up some. Yo, yes. they're so hot. I have those too. They're so hot. There's so- my kids are like, Can I have a bite? I'm like, If you fucking hate yourself, <laughs> if been, if been, I'm gonna start doing that. Make my kids take a bite of that every time they're bad. Uh, but but when this show is over, uh, in, in a few minutes here. Uh, I'm going to be eating just the craziest slow-cooked brisket that tastes like a habanero. I'm so excited. The refeed is the best. I'm, I'm so, The what? The refeed. Oh, after a fast? Oh, man. Yeah. And, and, and the fact that it's brisket, dude, it's, I'm, I'm beside myself. Grill your ass off. I think they're at Rogue. Are they at Rogue? Do they have a booth there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where oh, I that's got it. the uh, pickled jalapeno. Oh, awesome. Oh yeah, Man, I, I hope I hope whoever is down on uh, like Brian or whoever, I hope that they can just go looking for people's hands. I want to know, I want to know oh, where everyone's doing. hands are. Well, where the we'll fuck is John the, Young? Uh, he he's having internet troubles. We'll know on the very first uh, round, right? When they right. jump up, on the <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> like this and pull, or we're gonna see him do this. And and all you have to do is watch for everybody to do this. Is this first event? This is the four eight twelve. Is what's coming up first. Yeah, correct. This is going to obliterate lower backs. 
Before we go to the next event, thank you for that. I want to I want to show you uh, what something that happened in Strongman yesterday that's just awesome. Oh, oh don't show dude. that. It's gross. This I guy, this that. is gross. So awesome. I just love this. <laughs> I hey. saw a girl tear her Achilles one time doing a rebounding box jump over a 30 inch. She was really short, and I saw her calf muscle fucking curl up into her calf. Dude, this this oh. is crazy. So this guy Speaking of unathletic, I, I really don't want to pick on these dudes, but these dudes seem like the most unathletic fucks ever. I don't know if it's the the nature of their 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 events, but man, they do they they look like a, a big giant. Most of the time I see these guys move, they look like tunas. They got pull, big giant tunas. They got pulled to the side of a ship because they're they hoping 3, for that flop that gets them off pulling the deck. behind them, dude. Yeah, well, either way, they look like flopping fish on the deck of a boat. Uh, and most of their that's what their athleticism looks like to me but watch this dude's right um right foot yeah watch this this is i don't think your ankle's supposed to do this look at this pop oh, oh so bad oh so bad he has crazy flexibility now fuck dude fuck. so bad crazy ankle flexion now dude you know what dude tearing your acl doesn't hurt that bad i bet tearing your achilles hurts like a fucking cunt. no no you know what i they don't, they don't say that it just feels like someone kicks him in the leg they don't, they yeah. don't say that it hurts bad yeah yeah exactly who hit me who hit me they always do that who hit yeah me? who hit me but then you go to take a step and it's like oh fuck what oh, I'd want to throw up floppy if that thing. happened to me. <laughs> I've my hamstring, and that hurts like fuck. <laughs> oh, oh my God. No. I'd rather be circumcised yeah. than have that happen to me. <laughs> I'll circumcise you, dude. <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> we, hey, we can get a two-for-one from the doctor. You're getting a colonic. I'm getting circumcised. Wow. <laughs> if you get cold, like a butter knife. If you get cold, I can throw the foreskin over your shoulder like a shawl. <laughs> <laughs> like a burka? Or wear, wear it like a beanie. Wear his forehead like a beanie. Or like a hot jeep. Holy shit. Play the... <laughs> this show is disgusting. This is just a boy show. I, we, we know. No, no it's going to go over this next yeah. event. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right now. Thank you. Thank you, Taylor, for getting us back on track. Okay, the next event, uh, this will be event number four. Will, will this put us at the halfway point when this is done? Well, there's nine, event? nine, nine events. Nine, nine events. Okay, so down, good. lot of time for uh, down pepper. Uh, it's called 10th inning. It's 10 rounds, four ring muscle-ups. So us, us um, CrossFitters do – Regular gym goers, we use false grip. I'm assuming these guys aren't. We'll get to that in a second. Then eight handstand push-ups. God, more grinding on the hands. And then 12 uh, power snatches. Uh, let's just talk about that first before we go anywhere. Um, are you guys going to be using Taylor? Are you going to be like, oh, they're poor hands? Are, are you going to? Is everyone going to be using hands as an excuse for this one too? Why no, I think I think what I would expect out of this workout mm -hmm. is you look at people with any prior history of back issues, mm -hmm. and they are going to suffer the most. I think this workout is going to obliterate people in why the what combination? What combination of the handstand push-up and the 120 power snatch after okay. after the heavy uh rucking and after the heavy back squatting, I just expect that like this combination of hip flexion going into a hyper extension in the arch of the ring muscle up, and then 120 power snatches at speed. I, I just think it would be super surprising mm -hmm. um, to people who haven't done a workout like this, how much it's like, ow, my lower back is inflated with blood 
I want to slow down. I, I I want I want Bethany Flores to just completely. I hope rock so. your whole I hope description. She does. She's going to be moving in her in her very controlled, very meticulous, and I'm going to protect my back the whole time. And and I, I honestly, I bet she does really well in this. I one. think that's the way to win this workout is to go so meticulous and move so efficiently for sure. So you know, there's a potential her, but I think like someone like an Emma Carey, a Daniel Brandon, I think they're going to struggle a ton on a workout like this. Though those two, like, well, Emma Carey, especially when we talked about like getting out there and just like, just throttle down and going for it. She will be really fun to watch the first three rounds, but it'll be really interesting to watch the last three rounds. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and what about Bethany Flores not doing the, basically the bar, the bar muscle up back squat event is she fresher than the rest of the group? 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because absolutely. that, maybe her hands are still in good shape too. Well, in mm -hmm. the way she went on the on the cage, is she would go one at a time. So she would come out and go, you know, to the oh, next yeah. one. Oh, yeah. Why did there. she do that? That was bizarre. So I, again, hands, you know, saving her hands. I don't, th I don't know if she was specifically thinking, I don't want my hands to rip on to do that. I think it's like, how can I do this without winging myself all over the place? Every movement that she had in that particular event, even the one before that, um, she doesn't want a lot of whipping. She wants, she wants her core midline to be completely controlled and contained. So she wants to have as little movement as possible. That, that's why her skier looks so, for lack of a better word, unique. Um, there wasn't any like hips dropping in, in a flexion of, of her upper throat of her upper rib cage as she was going down to pull the cables down. She kept everything really tight. It was all pulling with her arm. So I'm, a, I'm thinking, and we, you know, even in her semi event, uh, she did really well in that, in the ring, uh, complex and the, uh, the pistols and all that. So I think this is, could be a really good event for, her, but I don't know what it'll look like with the way she moves. Let, and I let think me that will save her back. Let me throw this out here. Uh, uh, Mason Mitchell, uh, I spoke with Carolyn Prevo yesterday. For those of you who don't know, Carolyn Prevo may be the most athletic person ever to step on the games field in the women's side. Arguably, for sure you could make the argument for it. Crazy athlete. On top of that, crazy good at high rep deadlifts. Deadlifting, yeah. Crazy yeah. good. So you have to imagine Mongo her back, her, her pull off the ground's got to be like she can tolerate a lot. And oh. yet she did this workout. Mason Mitchell is claiming that Carolyn Prevo did this workout fresh. And Anne has no back issues and it wrecked her back as a um well, as a testament to what uh what Taylor's saying. Yeah. Well think true, about ooh. think about Diane. I mean, Diane more than if you're doing kipping handstand push-ups more than any other workout, throttles your midline, just the mm -hmm. hip extension, hip just kipping, all that stabilizing over in the handstand push-up and going fast on the deadlifts. And I think a 95 pound snatch for volume is worse on your low back than a 225 deadlift for volume. Oh man. Personally. So much worse. Yeah. So much yeah. worse. Which is, yeah. it's going to obliterate. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bruce Wayne, happy birthday, buddy. Thanks for all the great thumbnails for the past couple of years. You are the man uh, working birthday, all, always at midnight, one in the morning, two in the morning, getting his thumbnails. Hey, um, what about, what about grip? Is grip an issue? It'll be an issue for sure. That's just a compound. I think it's going to be slower than they wanted it to be in testing because of the hands and because of the back. Yeah, I think halfway through, people are going to be going really slow and taking some time between those movements. Um, does is this a um, is this a tall man's, short man's, strong man's? C can you can you can you categorize this? Can you judge this workout and put it short, in a box? Short guy, short, short guy for sure. Will Morad, a Colton would kill this workout. No, oh dude, no, 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 no
John, good to see you, buddy. Your connection looks great too, by the way. Thank you for getting a good connection. Amazing. So what's crazy is they have this workout, which we've heard is brutal on the back, which I suspect is going to be disgusting on the back. Then a one RM deadlift, then the sandbag loads in the duel. <laughs> so yesterday, so day two and half no of day hands. three, fuck your hands. Then fuck your back. Let's blow it out. <laughs> and on the last day, go fuck yourself, guys. Congratulations. <laughs> what about what about the forty muscle ups? And um, uh, sometimes I'll, I'll feel if, I, if I've done a lot of like something that really works the core, and the next day I'm doing muscle ups, I'll feel them. I'll be like, wow, I didn't realize muscle ups were such a core yeah. workout. Is that is that mm -hmm. gonna? Will those forty muscle ups uh, play a role? Or I don't guys think at are, this level. They're I not know an old little saying. Armenian man. Not I near as much as the grip is going yeah, to affect. Me. I know what you're saying, Savon. I think for these athletes to feel that on a muscle up, there's got to be like 150 plus GHDs paired GHDs. with the muscle up to feel it. But but Do, that's not here. I don't think they will. Does anyone use false grip? Who's a competitor? Am I the only person who uses false grip on muscle ups? You're yeah. you're strict because you do strict muscle ups. There, yeah. none of them doing kipping muscle ups will use a false grip. No but, one. But do you no. think we'll see it adjusted for that because of the tear in their hands? Because if you're at the middle of the ring, you're sitting there like dead center. That's a lot of turnover. But if they do choke up and get that false grip, it'll be less turnover for them. I, it's but just for really hard to keep ring muscle, muscle up and maintain a false grip. Right. So and the other thing is you're doing the, doing the jumping into the rings and then trying to adjust your hands is a pain in the ass. Yeah. And you, you might have an athlete that goes like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be smart. Um, and I'm going to try to, you know, keep it off of the tear. And then after like you jump up and you try and do the hiking thing, you're like, ah, screw it. I'm just going to go. Fuck it. I could see, I could see people getting like extra risers where they can kind of just reach it and then try to kip that way. they're ah, not. Having I to bet they won't let it. them do that. You don't think so? Uh, I mean, it would be great if they did. So you could set your hands, but I don't, I don't think they would let them do that. What about that stuff that um? I don't think they're that nice. John. <laughs> what about that stuff? that's like fake skin or something like some sort of like Name glue skin? or something. What is it? I bet every CVS in fucking Austin is sold out of super glue. Yeah. <laughs> really? Are you are you joking? Are you serious? You think that I mean people I bet people that? went out and looked for some shit for sure. Yeah. 100%. And is that effective? Does that work? Can you can you just paint on a layer of skin? Is there a product out there? It works to a point. Ah, there's nothing that's gonna hold up like fucking callus. So like, you, whatever you put on your hands is gonna come off. But I'm sure there's stuff that can help. Yeah, there's stuff that's out there, but it doesn't. I mean, it it will help you for a handful of reps. Right. It, basically, that stuff is designed so that like, okay, you can go about your normal day, not so that you can go up and do another forty ring muscle ups after you just shredded your palms on the last two workouts. What they all need are gloves. Do they I allow gloves? I would have. I mean, you allow gymnastic grips. You're telling me you're telling me a glove is more advantageous on a ring muscle than a, than a gymnastic grip? No fucking way. No, no, like, I'm just I'm just asking. Yeah. I, don't know. I, I don't know. They may not. He's stepping I, on your dick. Take no, it. I would I would be I would be <laughs> shocked if they don't allow them to wear gloves. But if I'm an athlete, and my hands are destroyed. I'm just gonna wear gloves for everything. Fuck it. It makes it a little bit better, a little more protection. I think match with them. You can hook grip with gloves. I don't well, I think blinding them from the wound is probably the most important piece there because right. I think you see them every movement. You watch somebody tears their hands, they just come back down, and they look at their look hands. At and so it's as it gets worse world. and worse and worse, they get further and further in their head. Yeah. If the competition is mm -hmm. moving on, they say fuck it. But if you have a pair of gloves, you can't see it. So yeah, you could probably put Sevon's foreskin on your hand, just let just like a transplant. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, John, uh, Katie, Katie Henniger came on the show last night, and I want you to know that it wasn't you personally. Uh, she ass pounded Taylor a little bit too. So she's. I love that. <laughs> Dude, she, I didn't even know she knew my name. Like, Taylor's not gonna like this. I was like, ah, what do you mean? Dude, I want you to shrink to about this big on that. My dick, God, like, my dick fell out of my butt, dude. That's how far my belly it went. It's just the it's the unexpectedness that gets you. If I came on and they're like, "Listen, Katie's gonna get on you," I'm like, "All right, I, you know, I'm mentally ready for it, right?" It's just, oh, we're just throwing you under the bus. You don't know hey, it's coming. Hey, don't don't yeah, and don't forget, man that 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 is a um that's not a normal human being that comes on the show. That is a former CrossFit Games champion, and that is a powerful, powerful uh, human being. She's who's, a boss. Yeah, it's who has a a, a tr the imagine the stress on her shoulders running rogue oh, i can imagine yeah the, the greatest website on the planet amazon for fucking non-obese people i mean it is awesome it really she is. looks so That's chill hilarious. when when the timers went out she was just cool as a cucumber what i couldn't if, even uh, tell she was started, chill. they started selling rogue gloves they just gave rogue gloves to everybody and then they started selling them i bet they would sell really hot yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't and I say that yesterday? Glove. I mean, they're they're a very smart group, you know, and they they probably we've seen it at the games. Get as many trash bags as you can, slap a rogue sticker on, and sell it for forty five bucks. How? Uh, you know, what time does the next event start? Uh, fifty five. Eleven. Okay, eleven fifty five Eastern. Yeah. Oh, we have a long time. Yeah, I don't know why you came on so early. I was like, no, I need gosh. breakfast. We don't have a long time. Okay. <laughs> uh. Okay, let's um oh thank you. Let's see. The we will talk about the dual three in just a minute. Um it has been announced. The athletes were briefed on the dual three. The dual three will be after this event. And in general, the duels are my favorite events. I really enjoy watching them. Uh, I, I like the stress of it. I like the story, the narrative behind it that people are getting cut. I love that part. Hey, it says 1030, by the way, so they must have changed the schedule a little bit. Oh, it's up 1030 Central or Eastern? Uh, 1030 Central. Central. Yeah, that's 15 minutes. Yeah, okay, good. And let's make let's make some picks real quick in the next ten minutes, and then we'll and then we'll cut Taylor uh, loose. Uh, the event is event number four. It is called. Tenth inning. Tenth inning. Tenth inning. And it's called tenth inning because it's ten rounds. And a baseball game has nine innings. So I don't extra know. Extra innings, means. baby. You're going extra to extra innings. Uh, four ring muscle-ups. Eight that, hand that tenth inning, the tenth it, round, you have to take off all of your gloves. Just barehanded. Perfect. Bare knuckle fighting. Tell me, are these handstand push-ups anything we need to know or just your just traditional basic handstand push-ups? Tipping handstand push-ups. Yep. Any way you can from upside yep. down to full extension, basically. Uh, any distance from the wall, any crap like that? 10 inches, 10 inch line, open standard. Uh, open standard meaning the CrossFit Games open standard? Yep. So like you have to be 10 inches, inches away and 10 okay. inches away from the wall. That's the standard? That's the standard. Love it. Why do you like it? Because just the consistency from event to event, I like that a lot. I, I love that. Mm -hmm. And handstand pushups has been something they've never been consistent with. Can you right. face the can you face the wall or have your back to the wall? Either way, uh, I figure they will all go back. Go to back. The wall. That would be <laughs> awesome. If they let you, like if you want to do wall facing, go for it. That's not advantageous. What if at they all. just said wall facing? And if you want to keep them, you can. Oh, I think you'd see a lot of stupid shit. That's yeah. my point. I think, I think you'd see some cool. fat booties falling over. I say do it. It's not a showcase. <laughs> Starts in 15. They're giving the field a quick blow. Okay. Uh, tw uh, so it's four ring muscle-ups, eight handstand push-ups, nothing fancy, and then 12 uh, power snatches. Regular bar, short bar, anything that we need to know about that? Uh, 
Just your regular. I, I would assume regular bar out there. I would, I would assume yeah, probably regular, regular bar. bar. Somebody said the numbers seem low, and I'm thinking you are not. Wow. Reading Wait, 10 rounds. Right. Yeah. 40 <laughs> muscle ups, 80 handstand push ups, 120 power snatches. Yeah, that's low volume. Is this <laughs> is this what loses the? Let's go to the women's list first. Laura Horvat currently sitting in first place, five points above Tia Tumi Ur. Uh, is she, is this where she loses it? Is this where we look back the whole weekend and we're like, yep, she lost it there? Nope. She's no, this, is where, this is where Tia will make ground on Laura. I think Tia will be ahead of Laura after this event, but not by a lot. I think Emma Lawson, as long as she can put out with her hands, I think this is her event to win, Emma Lawson. Mm. But wow. we will see. Okay, so, uh, Taylor has Lawson for the females. Oh, who do you got for second, Taylor? Give me a second. Tia. Tia, okay. Uh, Mr. Grunler. I want to go Gazan on this one. Ooh, why? Oh, why? Nice. I just, because I just, because she okay. has... She's not a, a uh, an overly heavy athlete. She's very strong. She's great going uh, with uh, with these movements, I think, and she'll she'll have a great engine for it. So I think she'll be good uh, for the ten round. Wow, look at John stop. I didn't stop like that, did I? Oh, that was good. No, John, John always stops with his mouth open. Um, and uh, Mr. Young, uh, uh, do you have a second place, uh, Bill? Um, I'm not going to pick Tia. I'll go Lawson. Lawson. Okay, uh, Mr. Young, uh, who do you got? I think Tia's going to win this one. No, I do. She won't. Mm. Hey, <laughs> she why not? not. Um, why not uh, Bethany Flores because of the snatches? Mm -hmm. Is that is that uh, all? I think she's going to do great. I don't think she'll win it. I think yeah, yeah. I agree with Bill. I think she'll be fine. I just think she's not as fit. Why not Paige Powers? <laughs> Somebody screenshot that. <laughs> you could just superimpose just like an eggplant up, right on his thing, on his face <laughs> every single time. Yeah, we got you. You fucked the show up, too. <laughs> hey, how good is Rogue's leaderboard? Just clean, simple. They even got a refresh button. Look, that's what he looks like when you insult him. He's like, what? <laughs> John, where are you? <laughs> okay. It should work now. The the Wi-Fi oh, went from oh. the good Wi-Fi to the Dell Diamond Wi-Fi. Oh, thank and you. That's why that's why it was cutting out. But I have it back on the VIP Wi-Fi. Who do you who do you okay. have picked for the women? Who do you pick for the women? I think Tia is going to win this one. Um, I think Emma Carey is going to make a run at it. I feel like she might go too hot and then burn out. But uh, and then I will say Alex Kazan second. Okay, and mm. uh, Susan, do you have a pick? Yeah, I got Ariel alone, and if I pick a second one, I'm going to go with Emma Lawson. Now, you guys are all fucked up here. <laughs> Danielle Brandon wins this. You're fucked. Mm -mm. Yes. No. But yeah. guess what? She will win the duel. Yes. Yes. Danielle, Danielle Brandon wins this, and I don't even need a second place because it doesn't matter. Right, Caleb? I think you're right. Thank you. Okay, let's go over to the boys. Let's go over to the boys. Boys, 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 boys. Everyone knows. Everyone in the chat's like, oh, my God, Sevon's right again. Look at him <laughs> pouring in. Come on. Give me one. Uh, you have to be upside down, and you have to do some muscle-ups, and you have to fucking bend over and pull a bar over your head for 10 rounds. It's a lot of movements. It ends up being 40 uh, muscle-ups, 80 handstand push-ups, and 120 snatches. My God. Patty boy, I got Pat. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, Taylor gets Pat. Patrick, who do you got for second? Ooh. 
Chandler. Wow. No way. No way. Watch. The no power way. snatch. No way. Hey, no safe dick, space. make it a safe no space way. for Taylor. What are you guys doing? Safe space. He's got a point. He's got a point. <laughs> uh, Mr. Grundler. Yeah, why Chandler? We can't let him off the hook. Because like he, 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 he won or took second or third in Echo Snatch at the games. Uh, 2021. You don't think he's going to blow up? He's just it's got a transition on thing, Taylor. It's a very fast transition thing. The ring muscle-ups enhance. It's not very fast. It's 10 rounds. Watch. I know he's not going to be on the level of the guys that are going to win, though. Okay, watch. I think he's got a fucking bulletproof back. I think no one can blow Chandler Smith back out. His back is unbelievable. Oh, well. He always, he always, he also has like a 700 pound fucking deadlift. I think he's going to obliterate this workout. Watch. We'll see. Damn. Calling it. Grundler, Mr. Grundler from CrossFit Inferno. Uh, I'm going to call Noah on this one because Noah's been, he's got a lot of momentum and this is a great event for him. That's Zero fucks though. Too, so. He doesn't want to win. He doesn't. Uh, maybe he doesn't not. Want to win. But I think with this particular one, he doesn't have to want to win. Mm -hmm. Wow, he's that good. Um, but I think uh, Adler will be second. Oh, I like it. I like it. Okay. Uh, Mr. Young, I got Noah too. Uh, I think. Uh, I think this is the only workout that Noah could win. So I think he'll want to. Um. I wouldn't be shocked if Ricky Garrard comes out hot in this. Um, and if he can hold on, we'll see. But uh, I got Noah. Uh, I think Pat Vellner will do really good in this workout. But I just don't think he'll move as fast as Noah will. I know Why not Victor Hoffer? Why aren't you guys choosing Hoffer? Because he's, he's just got not a midline of a 13-year-old female, dude. And he's not as fit as the other guys. Uh, but but, the, but he should fit. take... He should yeah. be able. To, he's going to yeah. do the handstand push-ups. He's going to take an enormous. He's going to have an enormous advantage there. He's on a whole other level. Than but but he'll have an enormous advantage until fatigue sets in and his back gets lit on fire. Just look. Just look at him physically. He hasn't taken that leap. Look at someone like Noah or Pat or Chandler or even Brent. Just look at Ricky, for example. Look at their stature through the trunk, and then look Solid. at Victor's. He just hasn't taken that leap yet, and that's yeah. not a knock to him. He's young. And that takes time to develop. Your core, your core musculature through the trunk is arguably takes the longest to develop. Um, yeah, I mine never developed. <laughs> Just underdeveloped. That's like you, look, you look at all the top guys; like they have this thick midline, and it's right. it's and you can tell who's got it and who doesn't have it. And Victor doesn't have it. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. You know, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's still a chance. Um, does, does, uh, uh, Sousa, does Jason Hopper finish the workout? Uh, no. And my picks for this is Belner and Morad. Uh, Ooh. yeah. Morad's, Morad's a great call. pick. Yeah. yeah Belner if it was and Morad. strict handstand pushups, I think Will Morad would have Morad. This workout can defeat them mentally halfway through. If their hands are shredded and they got that doubt in their mind, they're going to start pulling back and they're going to start making excuses like, I'm going to save my hands for the rest of the weekend. And shit. Wow, Jason in 10th. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, Caleb, big job. do you think that someone else is going to pull out besides um, uh, we already have Yannikoski out? Do you think anyone else is going to not make it the whole weekend? Yeah, I feel like somebody's going to, they're going to collapse with the with their hands. I feel like it could be like a Garrett Clark type, type situation where he'll just, his hands are just so fucked. I don't think anyone's pulling never, out. Pull out. Wait, if you pull out, do you get? Do you still get paid for your placing? That's a know. great question. Good question. Because they pay out through twentieth, and I don't give a fuck what's going on with me. I'm. What I'm, would you do? What would you do <laughs> if you were Bill and Katie? If I were I Bill and you Katie, have to finish. you have. To I would finish. no. If I were a Bill and Katie, I'd say, look, I said I'd pay out one through twentieth. You pulled out and you finished twentieth. I'm still going to pay you the twentieth purse. 
So Yanikoski got his check already. He got his check. And I don't think it's, the same, it's the same money, though. It's the same money through 10th. Like 10th through 20th, all $6,000. Right. I think okay. that you, as an event organizer, have an obligation to stay true to your word. And you said if you would pay 20th place this amount of money, they took 20th place. Regardless of how they took it, they get that amount of money. Okay. I don't know. I mean, look, uh, no, an NFL I, an NFL I, I player gets way. injured in a game; they don't just automatically lose their check. No, you're right. Uh, they are. It looks like what's happening. By the way, we we picked men and women, right? I, I'm going to go with Ricky. By the way, I'm going to go with Ricky. Um, uh, it looks like the judges have all taken the field, or some sort of rogue staff. The field looks set up. All the bars are out on the field, and there are judges out there with towels. And hats. Everyone's wearing hats. It's interesting. I wonder if it's raining. I think Goruck right gave them all hats and shoes. Oh, is that what's going on? Okay. Yeah. And so they're out there drying the bars. It, it's extremely overcast. The sky is white. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it looks it's pretty gloomy over here. And it looks like the um, it's it's women's events for the women are going first. Crowd, uh, the the stadium's filling up. Hey, Caleb, if you go out, are those seats wet out there? Like, if someone wants to sit down, do you got to you, you sit? You yeah. get your ass wet. Yeah, yeah. I went and tried to sit in one of the seats. And I had to wipe it down before I sat down, and even then, it was still pretty wet. So, yeah, it's still kind of wet out here. Nothing. It's not raining, but definitely wet from last night. This is what supposed place? to start in four minutes. Is that what's going on? Yep. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So, so whoever that was, those weren't judges. I was, I was wrong. Those were clearly just um, like worker bees. And they've now left the field. They dried the bars and left the field. And now there's just no one out there. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think they're all over here uh, signing up for the tier or the, uh, the uh, Swolverine Collective. Oh, yes. Don't, wow. Don't there's three yes. different tiers, people. Sign your friends up. Go over there and do it now. Get some free product. Sell it to your what? friends. You're taking it anyways. Who should really do this? Is this for affiliates? Yeah. So if you're if you're using Swolverine product and you're a coach or you're an affiliate owner or just somebody who is known as an influencer on the internet, you could sign up for this as well. And then you get some uh, uh, free stuff uh, for promoting the product, advertising the product. And, um, <clears throat> and why are there different tiers? Do you have to pay to do it or just how uh, much you sell? No, I think it's just how much you sell. So, so you just take how much products you get 20% commission. Yeah. So if I'm an affiliate owner and I put this stuff on the shelves and I sell a shitload, I get three complimentary products. Is that per month? You get 20% commission, 50% personal discount, 10% follower discount. What's that follower discount? For your followers on Instagram or something like that if they come through oh. your channel. All right. Anyone can sign up for this? Yeah. I do believe you got to apply. I think you got to apply. Apply. Let me see. Yeah. Click that button. Let me see what it looks like. Don't put MBA in your application. <laughs> good point. Good point. <laughs> oh man, dude. It's good. Oh, what, dude. Oh, hey, were you here yesterday when um uh Grunler, were you here yesterday when Taylor and um Chase had the discussion? Uh we didn't have a discussion. Uh, Chase dressed me down and set me straight. I don't think so. I, I don't know. How did what did he say? Well, he would just said, Hey, shut the fuck up, give him a chance. He didn't say the F word, but he, he very sternly was like, Stop. Well, okay. we're a welcoming community. Give him a chance. And what really rung true to me was when he said, we are supposed to be a welcoming community. And I was like, damn. Oh, no. Okay. Let, me, let me recharacterize oh, that's what let me the, that's what let me it. Let me I had my mindset. I knew what I wanted to say. The chase changed my mind. And then didn't you say you changed it back, though? Hillary. No, I didn't change it someone back. Said, someone oh, okay. said someone else. Yeah, but let me, let me say. He loved Mike Halpin. Let me, say, let me say this. Everything <laughs> that 
Taylor said was true. They put someone into a position that makes absolutely zero sense, and then they set him up for failure. They basically they have a new affiliate director, and he hasn't even ever taken the L1. Right. So clearly right. he doesn't even know the culture. He should have been like, I'm taking my 30th L1, or they should have kept their mouth shut and given him 10 L. He should have gone to an L1 every weekend for the last two months. And so, so Taylor's like, hey, what the fuck? This guy doesn't fit, along with a bunch of other shit. He, I would bet you could blame we, the director we, of marketing operations more than him. We need, and, and then did you, I don't know if you guys saw the letter they sent out to affiliates. Uh, I it saw literally it. looked, you did. Yeah. It literally looks like chat GPT sent it out. It's like whoever sent that letter out to the affiliates has no idea who they're talking to. Like if right. anyone with the tiniest bit of pride would not want to be part of a company that sends out a letter like that. But that being said, <clears throat> Chase said, hey, dude, Taylor, this is the line that pushed Chase over the edge. He said, he's. Ne I go, well, maybe he'll get it. And Taylor said, he'll never get it. I, that's what I said. That's exactly and what I And Chase said. goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, and, and it was good. It was good. I think that was like, Taylor's like me. He gets a little black and white. And, uh, and, and I'm Chase passionate. The, the, yeah, the, I don't the think better, he'll ever get it either, but it, it dude, was the better, the better call yeah. uh, for CrossFit, if they were going to do that, how could they think that it would not be, that that would not come out? What Dude, he should have done. Like what he should have done is bro. this. And I'm not even. Hey, you know what? Guy. It's savage. It, it looks like hey, you wanted this guy to fail. Uh, mm -hmm. Totally. But what what when they did the intro of Dacoons, what he what, what he should have said was, I hated CrossFit. I thought it was unsafe. Mm -hmm. I was Ooh. wrong. Right. Ooh, I, I agree. With here that. it is. Oh, I said it. Yeah. I did this yeah. thing and this thing and this here thing. I am. Yes. Yes. I have now drank the Kool Aid. Yeah. And then I and then I'm what now I get it, you guys. I'm here. That, that half of CrossFitters, he would have touched their hearts right there. Right. For that, sure. Right. Yeah. And I because right. I wow. I never thought oh, it was dangerous. Job. I just thought it was dumb. I made fun of it. I was like, this is stupid. That's dumb. I'm not gonna wear toe shoes. I thought you had to wear toe shoes to do it. And then my sister took me and I got mangled in a rope climb deadlift work. Yeah, I was like, yeah. fuck, I'm going yeah. back. School vibrant. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, let it be known. <clears throat> this is more of a fault of CrossFit leadership 100% than it is him personally. But is it, yeah, but is it the leadership or is it marketing? No, this isn't marketing. This is leadership, dude. He was chosen by the board. Right. Okay, so for those of you guys think that Don falls choosing shit, you, you're fucking blind. Seriously, you him. don't think Don chose this dude? You think it was, well, that makes me feel better because whoever dude, Don, chose this guy, I like Don, and this is a fucking bizarre choice. I but again, it's with, how are you gonna say it? You got how are you gonna put this guy out there? You can't. You, you, there's no you way. Do it on unlisted, no matter in the backyard, like hi friends, uh, I do this now. Like that doesn't work, and they're completely out of touch with the community because they should have done everything Savon said prior to them releasing it. They could have said, "Hey, this guy's gonna be here. He's doing this. Look at all he did," and then did exactly what you said, Bill. As far as like stepping into the fact that he said that in the past and that now his mind has changed. Dude, the event has the event started. No, it's it's okay. about to. Okay. No. So Are anyhow, I, I don't see I anybody think, going out there yet. I think Don and the the time that he's been with CrossFit now understands the community enough to know that 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 would have been a mistake. Not necessarily maybe in the hire, but in the way that it was presented, and that mm -hmm. tells me that he didn't hire him. I think it was definitely the board that brought him in. Well, even even still, even still, as as the lead guy, as the commander, it's like okay, here's what we have to deal with. How do we make this? How do we get this to set right with everybody? Right. You don't just put them out and go, hey, guys, I'm happy to be here. We're going to make you guys great. I mean, cool that they're coming up with all these great things for us as the affiliates. Awesome. But again, I want to know who's doing that because if it – and this is – we don't want it to look like the same issue it was when Rosa came in. When it was like, but we got the Waze person and we got the Orange Theory person and we got the Starbucks person and we got the you – know, This is what – I guess what I like least about it is not – Jay DeCoons himself, but what I like least about it is I've heard rumblings of raising the affiliate fee, and yep. then you make a decision like this, and I'm like, wow, <clears throat> seriously? 
I don't know. That's hey, they called. They said he's from Seattle. Uh, they they should have they should have one hundred percent left that out. I know people are going to be like, hey, no, that's just you, Sevon. No, hold sorry. on, hold on. How, what what about this? What about this? Yeah, have you guys do any of you guys or had a coach that could not do a muscle up, but they had to show ring muscle ups in the class? There are coaches in my gym that are like that. Okay, can that coach still coach effectively the class and get everybody moving? Even yeah. though they it's, don't know how to do, yes, it depends on the coach. Up. It depends on the coach, yeah. but yes, yes. Okay, so Absolutely. then what? What? Hopefully, with Dacoons, what his thing is like. Okay, no, I'm not a level one. No, I don't own an affiliate. But what I do have is I have these other things that I can give you guys so that you can run these things. Well, I mean, there are so many ways that it could have been bro, painted bro, more correctly. I, wanna, oh. I, 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 dude, I, I am, agree with you, dude. But they I, I believe me. I, I need this shit. Hey, Everyone, yeah, I, I, I hear. You. Like, I get it. I get it. I saw all this stuff. I got thought Villar, I, I thought Hiller's video was like spot motherfucking on. Mm-hmm. I, and I mean, I'm like, shit, why, why do they do this to us? Because we have to keep trying to come around and pick up the flag that just got knocked out of our hands again and try to figure it out. And that makes it really, really difficult. It feels like our parents adopted someone with Down syndrome and we're the four other kids who are going to pay for it. Oh. And now you're, and now you're wow. being like, and now, oh no, and okay. now you're being like, which is fine, but like, but like, this isn't, this isn't, this isn't a family. This is a right. fucking business. There's mom and dads out there trying to put their fucking kids through fucking school, put dinner on the table, and you've brought a guy in who, who we have to fucking cater to and baby. The ladies are coming out right now. All right, uh, we'll continue this later. I love yeah. you guys. Uh, we will see you guys in an hour. Uh, thanks again to. I want to keep thanking, uh, Bill and Katie for putting on this wonderful event and Tia and Laura for giving us a reason to make this of what I consider the most exciting event uh, in, in CrossFit history because of the competition. Thank you ladies for putting your championship, uh, uh, um, I don't know, medals caliber on the line and in, uh, invigorating the sport. John Young, thanks for coming on sort of the rest of you guys. Uh, full. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>